You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You sound a little ticked off right now. Well, you're you you. Look, so you I can't it can be the greatest blame, city. It can be the greatest city. It is the greatest city in the world. But it has it has its issues. But that we got New Yorkers can understand. But we got to deal with like sometimes with just some stupidity. Now, you want to hear it from you, our leadership? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. You want to hear about this? Because I'm, I'm a Midwestern, so uh, like Midwesterns cannot. We can't. You, you can't relate. You we can't, can't identify. So. Everybody that that's from Long Island, you know this is just today is a monumental day for the Long Island Railroad because today is the first time that they're operating trains through the new Grand Central, the the, the, the new the, the terminal, like it's the the tunnel, the whole thing, this oh, big ma- this big Madison terminal, like it's a big deal mm. because now if you work uptown. If you do like we do, occasionally come up this way. What's uptown? This is uptown? This is sort of uptown. Okay, gotcha. But if you, you know, like instead of going all the way, going to Penn, which is considered sort of downtown, you instead can go a little bit closer to Grand Central and head a different way, right? That's all it basically is. And there's a lot of people that work in that area, of course, from Long Island. You know, Park Avenue, all that stuff. So my train usually comes into Jamaica, and then I'll I'll. Get off that and jump on a Penn Station uh, train. And today, they had one of the Grand Central trains available. And there's like this gleaming, beautiful, shiny new train. And I saw it, and they made the announcement. I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> right? What the hell? Like, let me see it. I'll, I'll do it. It'd be cool. First day of anything is not a good day. Never. So I, I'm, I go up and around and over to the track where this train is waiting. And it was going to cost me another 10 minutes instead of my train, which is usually within five minutes of when I get into Jamaica. So, but I like, you know what? It'd be an experience. Could could talk about it on the show, right? This is the first one. Mm. Pretty cool. And there's like, you know, you come over to that track and there's there's a lot of NYPD, boys in blue. Ah. There's a a couple of TV cameras, you know, the interviews and all that stuff going on. How do you like the train? All that stuff, right. You know, are you excited? The fluff. Yeah. Does, I, does the new train cost more? No, you just get on it. I've already paid my ticket. Oh, okay. So, so anyways, there's also just a ton of the railroad, I guess they're management, right? They certainly weren't workers. Like, these are people that are in a cubicle all day who come out to the track yeah, and go, let, let's, oh, this is what a train looks like. Like, like you get all these, so they're all out there, all this big maybe the, maybe the engineers that it designed the track. It just felt so political and smarmy, right? Yeah. So anyways, I like to sit in the back of the train. It's just my thing. I like to do it. I like to be away from people. I just like to keep to myself. And so I head to the back of the train, and I'm stopped, and I'm asked, uh, do you have ID? I'm like, what do I, when, since when do I need... <laughs> Yeah, since, since when do I need ID to so, get on so, a train? So before you go, before you further this story, uh-huh. they ask you, yeah. do you have ID? Yeah. Did you look at him straight in his eyes? Oh, I, yeah, I did. Did you let him see the, the Huskies? And did you say, hum! <laughs> that would have been up to you. 
But I no, I just said oh, I need. Okay. I said I need an ID to get on the train. And he's like, well, for this, for these cars, you do. <laughs> oh, you got you got VIP trains. The back in the back, yeah. So, the last, so, now, so now we got segregation. Last two or three were, I guess, for other people. Now, if the mayor was taking this thing, Eric, I know, like I've interviewed Eric Adams. If I saw you know, him, yo, hey, 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 I would right, hey, hey, I'd be like, hey, he know me, hey, hey, yeah, his honor, let me in, hey, it's right. me. But I, I mean, I normally am like pretty, like I don't like a lot of attention. I try to eyes down, yeah, like six just, six. You don't like a lot of attention. I just kind of like just all right, you yes. know, like okay. a lot of times I'll just kind of like melt away. Okay, but this one I was like, what, like what? So he's like, yeah, no, no. And then, and then, so, and again, this, it's not against that guy. He's just doing his job. But it's more of then you get all these suits wearing these silly looking vests, L I double R, right? And now they're all just standing around, useless. And one of them is just like, you can, uh, you, you can take these trains, they take these cars up this way. And I look up that way, every, every car packed. I mean, it's just like COVID nightmare in these <laughs> days. Like, it is germ incubator. Like the mi- middle passage? Seriously. No, just like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I slipped that in. <laughs> Don't do that. So, I'm looking at, I'm looking in these cars. I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do now is get, now I got to, you got seat. COVID, the flu, and the RSV. All the RSV. It, whatever it is. And, all the, and But the, by the way, if it's one thing if it was a peak train, like at five o'clock, you know you're just going to have to stuff yourself in. Like, just that's life. I don't need to do this. Like, I could just get on this Penn Station one. So I'm like, man, the hell with this. So as I'm walking away, this one dude yells, he's like, yo, he goes, man, the Knicks won last night. Let him, <laughs> let him ride him back. And then I just kept walking and somebody's that like, is, that is oh, an no, amazing no, transition hey, too, no, no, come on, come, come ride, the, come ride this car, come over this come way. You, you come <laughs> over There's room. And I just said, and I used some language. I was like, you, man, you guys make this stuff so damn complicated. Like, you made it way too damn complicated. I'm not interested in this. You, I don't need it. You got all this fresh the air. hell with you this. You two fresh air carts, and they don't want you to get in there. Nothing. They want you to go in the COVID-19, the COVID, uh, 18, and Omicron. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just, like I just looked at him what's like, wrong? man, forget what's it. What's wrong, big fella? You're six, six. You're tall. You're above everybody. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, that's where it all goes. So I just, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm done. I'm, I get on the pen. I, I, you know, I sit where I like to sit, quietly on my way. Get to Penn Station. Take the train up here. Take the subway up here, and I'm happy. So it's like that's the problem with New York. Is like, it's always so damn complicated, and there's always people that just have to have their photo op. All right, you got to be there. Make sure you're there. You know, stand in front of the trains and greet people. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't need you to greet me. Just open the door, let me on, and let's go. Don't need you greeting me. Not necessary. Not interested. Mm. Why do we do this? Why is it so important to be greeted? Hey, hey, thanks for taking the train. Hey, have a great day. Like, no, get, no, make it out of my face. I need no, to sit down. This is New York. This New York. I nobody, need... gre- nobody greets you. No, no, this exactly. ain't the Midwest. Don't even head nine. You should see me. I'll be, I'll be wanting to smack people. Like, I'll be walking down the street, and I see somebody, you make eye contact. I just nod. Because that's a Midwest thing. And they just keep walking. They don't even respond. I'm like, I know you just saw me nod to you. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What up, though? Yeah, that's, I, like, that's like me putting my hand out. You basically <laughs> smack my hand out. Like I said, I don't. I, I just, it was one of those moments that you just shake your head like this, this could have been nice, yeah. but you ruined it. You ruined it for me. With all, because you, you got in the way. Just get out of the way. So what's the, so Train's what? available. There's the train. Everybody get on it. Have a nice ride. When you get off, me, there might be some people there just yeah. like, hey, you were one of the first <sighs> on the train. Hey, I don't need you like standing around and huh. getting in my way. So and- what, what number cart was the Rosa Park cart? Man, don't, don't, <laughs> don't even. Hey, well, the guy did say one thing. The next one. 
That is true. We didn't we didn't have the worst case scenario. Jonathan Mitchell goes for seventy five points. No, nah, he, he and actually, wins the game. He actually got hurt at the end, which is not good. But yes, it makes you feel better if you're a Knicks fan. No, I do not feel better about that. But yes, no. The more important part is, is they ended the losing streak. They got a couple of defensive stops late, and Julius Randle had a had a monster game. Yeah. You know, like so. All right, so they so get they, the win. He, they get a win. So that means Bing bong. feeling good. So Thank that, you, Sue. So that means that his trade value should be sky high now because he's putting on a show. What he is is, is, it, is he's is, made is, the case to be an all star, and he might bad? now he might now be an all star and not Jalen Brunson. So what do you get? What do you get? Can't for, have both. What do you get for an all star? What do you get back for an all star? I don't think anybody's. I, I don't think that's. It, so he's an all star. You're telling me nobody wants an all star. I just don't think that's you, what you're selling. I Allen High. You're saying nobody wants an all-star. I'm not selling anything. I'm not oh, selling anything. So you're buying. Uh, what am I are buying? You, are you saying are you buying? I'm not selling. I'm not buying. I'm not doing anything. There, you got to understand. I'm not wasting my breath action, saying they should trade Julius Randle when I know they're not going to. In action means. They're not going to trade him, Bart. In action means complacency. They're not so either trading you're buy, him. So if you're not selling, what are you buying? And don't give me some weak uh, player like the Lakers got. Don't give me no crap like Rui that. Rui Hachimura? Yeah, don't give me no Hachimura. Sound like a sushi roll. Don't give me none of that. I If I'm, you're not buy, if you're not selling, what are you buying? Because you know this ain't good enough. And all the teams that believe that they're close are going to be buying. All the teams that think they're not going anywhere is selling. So what are you guys going to do? Nothing? That means you guys are confused. Not, you don't know who I, the hell I or what the hell you are. I think the most they are going to try to do is make the bench better. That's it. Because they know Evan Fournier doesn't fit. They know Cam Reddish doesn't fit. So you have those guys. You're going to trade your unnecessary players you don't want for somebody else's players that they don't want and hope those guys fit better. That's all I can see so them hope, doing. So hope they're, they're not bu- doing anything blockbuster at the trade deadline bar. It's not hope. happening. So what's the plan? I just told you what the plan is. They are trying to no. just, just no. make the no. playoffs because that keeps your job. What's That's the, it. What's the long-term plan? Long-term? Uh, it's waiting. Brian Windhorst is going to join us today at 12.30, and we'll ask him who the next star. He's coming up at the bottom of the I've been waiting since Charles Oakley. Yeah, since who? I don't know. Just sound good. Just sound good. Latrell was, Carmelo was the last star you've got. That was the last time you got a star. But what they're trying to do, I know, but what they're just trying to make the playoffs. They're boring. And then hope that another Star play. They didn't get Donovan Mitchell. They, so they, who they, else they, they, they could possibly get, be they, available? They didn't get Halliburton. They don't get nobody. Right. They don't get nobody. Right. I'm not. Uh, where Where am I disagreeing with you on any of this? So if you can't get nobody to voluntarily come, then why the hell they don't give the extra stuff up for uh, for 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 uh, Donovan Mitchell? You got. They have felt like it was an overpay. Plan? That's of course what they you're felt. Overpay. They felt. I know. He's 25 years old. Who are you He's yelling at? Who are you yelling at? I am agreeing with all of this. Damn, you talk to a man that go to Flight Club. I know them shoes don't cost eight hundred dollars, <laughs> but I ain't standing in line, so I pay extra. Listen. You New York, pay extra. You'll make it up. You can afford luxury tax. You sell out the building for nothing. No, this ain't about this ain't about a, this ain't about a lack of willingness to spend and pay luxury tax. That has nothing to do with this. This is decision making. This is the idea that in August. They were not ready to give up, or actually it was September. They weren't ready to give a dude, up a dude that never what made, he, they wanted. A dude that would never make an All-Star game. R.J. Barrett. Yes. You didn't give up a guy that would never make the All-Star game. 
That was their decision. They chose not to do it. And now he's on another team in the East that is above you in the standings. And they are, again, in that perpetual wait for another one. Who's it going to be? Are you not entertained? No, New York. Uh, no. I am not entertained. I have noticed that there is it's, it's either negative or apathy when it comes to this team's and the reaction from most of the fan base. The diehards are just diehards. They're always going to be there. They're always going to care. And they're going to be fresh. But what you get is either negative or apathy right now about this team, which is, by the way, still above 500 yeah. and still right there, playoff spot oh, and all that. It, when does the start? When is the hard schedule start? It's right now. It, it has begun. Okay. Right. So And they've got so the Celtics me- in Boston on, on Thursday. Lost. They've got the Nets on Saturday, no KD, but still, loss. the Nets at Brooklyn on they, Saturday. They beat the Knicks, loss. Lakers with AD back on Tuesday. Loss. The Heat on Thursday after that. Tie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's you're, the you're, frustration. You're doing nothing. Oh, my big move. I got rid of Cam Reddish. And I uh, bought back Andre Drummond. Like, man, what the hell are we talking about? One thing, though, that I, I really want, I really want the narrative that I think gets said too much and it's like, tell me you don't really watch without telling me you don't really watch is this whole notion that Tom Thibodeau doesn't play his young guys. Can we look at the minutes on this team? Is Quentin Grimes a young guy? He starts. Is yeah. R.J. Barrett the youngest player on the team? He starts, mm-hmm. right? Is uh, Emmanuel Quickly one of the youngest guys on the team? He gets the most minutes off the bench. So, again... Doesn't play the what young guys? Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish didn't fit. Cam Reddish was up and down. You never knew. He you hate, never he knew hate, what you were getting Cam, from he him. Hates Cam Reddish. I don't think he ever liked the trade. But yeah. but if like you're taking one player that he doesn't play and saying he doesn't play young guys. Yeah. Obi Toppin plays. He was hurt for a month. He got himself back into condition. Now it's back to back games. He's had double figures. What? He's finally playing what? because what? his conditioning is finally back. So you can play him. He's playing. Deuce McBride. A second round pick is getting burned so, instead of Derrick Rose off the bat. Instead of Derrick Rose. So why don't you trade Derrick Rose? He doesn't play the young guys. It's all he's doing well, is playing the young guys. Why don't you trade Derrick Rose? They said they want to keep him. Why? Who said they're going to keep him? They said they wouldn't trade him to a team that like they would do right by him in a trade is what they would willing were willing to do. Why would you care about doing right by him? You did right by him because, by keeping on his roster for the last three years. Because you, you don't want to send him to a bad place. You want to send him somewhere Why? where he Why? can be part of winning. He, he can go. Because he ain't part of winning here. But he helped you two years ago make the playoffs. That was two years ago. You have a, you have a relationship with statue, him since he was a teenager. Statue of limitations. Nah, man. See, that's what I'm saying. You, you put don't the, do you that. You put the player before the organization. Who cares? You're acting you, like he is going to bring back some gigantic return. Everybody in the league has seen where his game is I, right I, now. I, I want, I want his, I want the best return I can get. I'm not sending, not sending him to a bad team. He can get out of a bad situation. How can he not get out of a bad situation? What, again, you are now. He, just, all you got to do is say, "I'm not playing." You, ain't, right. ain't, ain't that what? Ain't it, it, again, you, 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 what are you telling me? If he's the only asset you got that can bring back something, I just told I don't you. Is that a bad team? He is not an asset. He's not. There's nothing you're getting for him. You're not getting a lot for him. They should have played him. We they did, and you saw what it looked like. He he really doesn't have a lot left in the tank. So he they, can't play a lot of minutes. So they held he on. So they held on to him too long. Oh they should have got rid of him last year. Bart, That's what I'm saying. Bart, Get rid of your pieces me. while you can. Why are you killing me? Julius Randle must go. Why do you say this? Because he's the best chip you got. And you might get somebody to take that salary. Do you on. think people are not are, are calling the Knicks going, what what will what do what can we give you? For Julius, I gotta have him. What can we give you for him? I just want to get the numbers off the books. Nobody is you, but you, you'd you have to you attach have money, a first round pick to it. For what? 
For what? And don't tell me so you can be back in the lottery and have a chance at Wembyana. We've done this before. We've seen this story, and we all know how it ends. Yeah, how Congratulations. About, how about you got I, the third pick in a two-player yeah, draft. Yeah. How about, how That's about, what happens, Bart. How about when you get something, when, you, when, when, when the football gods bless you, you just go ahead and make the easy pick? Well, there it is. Did they just say? Did he really just say? Major disappointment. There you well, go. Well, that's what that's you, what you get. Well, do well, do all this. Oh, no, no, don't take oh, for oh, the lottery. Oh, 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 oh. Well, there it is. That's well, what you get. Did they right? just Listen say? Closely. Did he really just say? Major well, disappointment. Don't act like the basketball guys haven't shined on you guys. You screwed it up. Excuse me. You could have had Halliburton. You could have had Donathan Mitchell. Don't act like the football guys didn't bless you football? with the proper pick. The football guys the basket- didn't bless me either. Well, well the basketball guys didn't <laughs> got bless Zach you. Wilson. The, the basketball guys didn't bless you with the opportunity. You guys just jacked it up. Don't put it on the basketball guys because they gave you Tyler Halliburton right there. They gave you Donathan Mitchell right there. You decided to get Obi Toppin. That's a you problem. And now he can't play because he's behind Julius Randle. So get rid of one of them because they're in each other's way. That's the reality. Who's you in, guys don't want to accept it. Who's in whose way? You guys are in Barney Rubble trouble. trouble. Figure it out. But sitting here telling me, oh, we're just going to keep doing nothing. You ain't got no space to sign nobody. You gave everybody, you gave the most average players in the league big money. That's what you spent your money on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have money? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you have money? Whoa, Do you have money? Alan, do you have money? Back up what you just said. Okay. The most average players in the league. You built your team around Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, okay, but, and RJ Barrett. I'm not going to let you do that. See, I don't disagree with some of the things you're saying, but I'm not going to let you do that. Okay. Because you're now feeding into Maybe I got a little bit more hasty. false narratives. Jalen Brunson is not an he is proven to be worth that contract because yeah, as he, a starting point guard, he has been very, very good. Julius Randle, you might not like What's his, his ceiling? Game. Michael Conley? What? What's his, I'm asking you what his ceiling Mike is. Mike Conley was more a defensive player who couldn't really score. So Jalen Brunson is a scoring guard. His his ceiling is what he is right now. He's Fred Van Vliet. And Fred Van Vliet is a good get, guard. Anybody who get makes rid of, way more than he Anybody does. get rid of Fred Van Vliet? He's well, on, he's on the Because he's, he's going to be a free agent. And they got to reset that team. Are they gonna, are they Did gonna, they win a championship with him? Did Van they win a championship Vliet? with him? Yeah, but they made, won a championship with him being cheap. <laughs> Just saying, Alan. You guys are on that, on that, on that hamster Kill wheel. Me, and I don't like it, man. It's, it's, Basketball is my I favorite sport. I don't disagree with the hamster wheel. Thing. I just don't know where we're going. Like, what are we doing? What's this team? Who is this they're, team? What's the future of this they're, team? They're, Who's the foundational pieces they for this are team? Right. You're telling me Julius Randle, I mean, uh, R.J. Barrett, it's the foundation of this team going forward? It is right now. That sucks. It's, it's, it is right now. That's like telling me that, I, that for my Sweet 16, you gave me a Toyota Camry. I'm not excited about that. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I don't want a Toyota Camry. What are you going to do then? Use your scooter? At least you got a car. You got something. Yeah, yeah. That's what, this is New York. You ain't supposed to just have something. We need stars. I much rather watch Bobo every night. I rather watch Bobo because I know I'm gonna see something I ain't never seen before. You know what happened to Bobo? Don't you, don't you, don't you say nothing. Jonathan Isaacs came back, and Bobo's minutes went down. Okay, one for four. Okay. Well, maybe he's available. one for four. Well, maybe he's available. Think he's now all of a sudden like, oh, really? This is what we're doing? I much rather watch Bobo. <clears throat> At least the the Magic are exciting. Lisa Bancaro, whatever his name is. Yeah, At least he, he can right. ball. Least Bobo is exciting. This team is boring. Well, I mean, they're not boring because they blow leads and they make the end of the games way too interesting. Yeah, but I'm saying. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Like I said, I am noticing now we're more than halfway through the season. And what I am noticing is now two years ago when they were like, you know, over 500. Uh, uh, can I finish? Thank you. 
you saw like this, it's been seven years and everybody's excited about just being a playoff team. Two years later, mm-hmm. in the same place, it's now like what you're saying. Where are we going? Yeah, what like we're we doing, doing this again? No, what are we doing? And that's where I'm I'm telling you, it's either it's either disappointment or apathy. You're not seeing a lot of excitement about this team. And I'm with you. I do think it's a result of not having a star. This sport, I think more than any other, is a star is a star driven sport. And if you are just like you have a couple of guys players, who's, but you're just like you're you're in a middle of the road yeah. team. Ain't nobody excited about you. Who's the team with less stars than the Knicks? Well, there's a lot of teams with less stars. No, no, but no. You're no, talking, no. You're, what you're asking me is who's a team battling for a playoff spot with less stars? I would argue that OKC with Shea is no. I see no. You, no, he's a on. star. Stop. It. He's not a star. He's not box office. No. In Say, the stop. Stop it. He's, he's a not, young player who's had a great season, but if you're when I say this, this is what you just did. And, and is Jalen Hurts a star? And, and, and is Jalen Hurts a star? No. Okay, you're you're calling Shea Gilgis Alexander a star? He's not a baller. He's a baller, but it's again in 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 the sport. He's playing great. They got a guy. But star is people are coming far and wide to come watch him play. Well, if that team ever starts winning, they had little bone bones, little checks Holmgren. And then you know, and they were playing together. They'll have a better record. What I'm saying is, actually, they, they're they're actually in the playoff hunt right now in the West, which is amazing. That's ridiculous, right? But ain't nobody talking about them. But but there's OKC. Nobody's coming far and wide to see players play. There's certain players. There's not many of them in the league, but there's certain players that are box office but it feels that like- you are. I'm buying a ticket because even win or lose, that guy is fun to watch. Right. And the Knicks don't have one. That they don't guy. have one. No, I know. It's fair to say. They it's have fair one. to say. So they are playing. They are they are our competitive team, but that is not inspiring people. That's a reality, because if there was a player like someone who's like you know if if you had someone really young and you saw him yeah. just playing out of his RJ mind, you're like, supposed to be that. like that dude like for the next ten years he's going to be amazing to watch and I want to get on the ground floor. The Knicks don't have that. I'd rather watch Kay Cunningham or Javen Ivy. I mean, than anybody on the Knicks and the Pistons suck. They stink. But at least I'd rather watch a young, exciting player. But what's, what's, what's worse than being average is that they're boring. I don't know about boring. It's boring. I don't know about, like I said, I'm, I don't think boring's right. But it's, it's okay, there's not a lot of... Yeah, there's not a lot of excitement about what they can be. So blow That's it up. That's the problem. So blow it up. You're looking at a reality of this is just who they are. And you're they're almost waiting for the next step. What is that next step? That's the biggest question. What is it? Who is it? Because it's always going to be about who. It's not going to be Donovan Mitchell now. Who is it? <laughs> so Kyrie, here's what we'll do. Carrie Irving next year. Stop it. So here's what we'll do. <laughs> at least that'll be interesting. We got the calls at 800-919-3776. I know a lot of people want to sound off on this. Kyrie. But I, we talked about it yesterday. Somebody has got to help us figure out who is the next star that they can target. Who is somebody that right now no one's talking about, but if you, you know, reading the tea leaves... Ear to the rail, you're like, this is coming. The one guy that we know can predict what's coming is Brian Windhorst. He's one of the best at it. Remember when he gave us the, what are they doing in Salt Lake City? What was that all about? Remember that last year? I do. So Brian Windhorst is going to join us next, and he's going to help us figure out who it is that the Knicks can target next to get us out of this doldrums they are in right now. It's amazing. They do have a winning record. But as Bart said, and he's right, it's kind of uninspiring. 
You just don't know. Where are they going from here? Is this as good as they are? A team that is just a little bit over 500. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. But there's a reason why, like we were thinking about yesterday, about talking about where the Knicks are right now and where are they going and how can they, like the search for the next star always continues. And I thought the first name that comes to mind is Brian Windhorst because you remember He's the guy that just he just knows, and he's not gonna like brag about. He's just gonna kind of hint to you. What's going on in Utah? You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. gonna just say like subliminal, su- subliminal, that? subliminal. You know, it's a very strange trait. Like let you know, like very something about to go down. Trait. He would be perfect in the movie like Onions and Knives Wide Out. He should be in that murder <laughs> mystery because he always keeps it close actually, to the best. Actually, you're right. Like movies like that, he'd be yeah. perfect. Anyway, let's not waste any more time. Bring him in right now, Brian Winhorse, who joins us. Brian, how we doing? Onions and knives. Yeah. That's good. That'd be the third one. Onions and knives. Yeah, that's a the, nice the, movie. The onions and knives movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so let me just ask it like right at the very top. Because Bart said at the beginning of the show, and you know, like where are they going? The Knicks we're talking about, of course. And we know that Donovan Mitchell was very much front and center. It felt like they were right there about to make the deal. It doesn't go down, it doesn't happen. So they miss out on yet another star that they had targeted. Fans this year feel to me as I've been closer to it, it's either disappointed or apathetic about a team that is over 500, but kind of is what it is as a group. So I ask you, Wendy, is there a, who is the next star that we'll be talking about that the Knicks will be targeting? Who do you see possibly as the this guy will be available and the Knicks will be front and center to try to get him? You're trying to ruin my week by asking me that question. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to ruin my week. Um, I'll say that there are some guys that are star players that teams who are thinking about um, you know, making a transaction are watching. But that's not any different than it's ever been. There's always a couple of stars that you're watching, and sometimes 
they all of a sudden shake loose, and sometimes they end up staying put. That's not like a new situation. The Knicks have been in that zone for a while now. Mm-hmm. There are a, There's a player or two that I think, depending on how this season ends next summer, that the Knicks could have a lot of interest in, and there could be mutual interest. But I don't, I, you know, I, I, I don't know enough to say for sure how it's going to shake out. I mean, I think if you look at the Knicks, they've gotten better. They are probably around a 500 team. They should finish a little bit over 500, I think, right about where they are. Maybe that gets them in. Maybe it doesn't. They have three guys making, you know, $100 million contracts, all of whom I like. You know, you have individual times in the season or or individual times in the game where Randall is frustrating. You have times where uh, RJ doesn't deliver, but they're very good players. None of them are great. I mean, we can debate the term great, but like, you know, Jalen is very, very good. He's Mm -hmm. definitely helped them. When you look at who they were starting a point guard last year throughout the season and the play that they're getting from him this year, like huge upgrade, but he's not carrying a team to a, to a conference final. So they're, they're trying to figure out who that player is. They've been trying for a while and they'll continue to try. And I wish it was a different, uh, more definitive. I wish I could you know, stomp in here and, you know, make definitive statements. I, you can't, that's not the NBA. So I think if you're a Knicks fan, you should be enjoying a team that's competitive on most nights. Um, and, you know, you know, but I think they're achieving at their level right now. See, but when he, you know, they play well, they're just, it's like a Toyota Camry, man. It's just like, it gets you where you need to go, but you're not excited. You don't enjoy the ride. And it's like it's, they don't have that star that just that's box office that you want to see. And they had an opportunity to go okay. get one, and they decided that the cost was too high. At what point do they realize that this regime, that this this fundamental, this core group, has a ceiling, and it's pretty low? So if, if you know, I have no confidence that if somebody shakes loose, that they're going to be able to do what it takes to make sure that they get them. You know, I watched Cleveland just snatch down the Mitchell. Out of our grass. He was at Mets games, for God's sake. And we came up short. So at what point? Yeah, and I would say that, like, the Cavs might finish sixth this year. And by the way, if the Cavs finish sixth, they'll have had their best non-LeBron season in 25 years. Like, that would be great. <laughs> and so, and now, how do the Cavs get better? The Cavs get better by hoping that, that Evan Mobley gets better. But, like, they kind of have their team. And I don't know if their team's good enough. And it's going to be fun for them this year and next year. You know, the reason that the that Rudy Gobert was worth all that stuff to the Timberwolves and he wasn't worth all that stuff to another team is that the Timberwolves believed, and you could say that this was an error, but the Timberwolves believed that they had their two other stars that they needed. They had Carl Towns and they had Anthony Edwards, and they felt that Rudy was the third piece. Um and that those guys as a group were going to take off. They have not proven to be correct to this point. The Knicks didn't believe that. The Knicks didn't believe that they had the team assembled where Donovan Mitchell was the piece that they were willing to pay for to be the last, um, you know, the, the last piece. And so this is the thing, like, this is not a great sports radio topic because it doesn't come in with, like, a definitive thing, like, right. the Knicks are stupid <laughs> or the Knicks are geniuses. It's that there is a nuance to a trade that when the Knicks approach a negotiation, they don't approach a negotiation the way the Cavs do. That even though you can look at the, a list of what each team has to offer, 
that they don't are not offering the same thing and or they're not coming from the same point. And I know that if you're a Knicks fan, especially if you're a season ticket holder who's been paying all this money to watch a substandard product for so long, you don't care and you don't want to hear that nuanced topic. But that's what my job is. My job is to come into you and say, but there is nuance that that the value of Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks was not the same as the value to the Cavs, who already felt like they had multiple All Stars on their roster. And yeah. so that's where we're at. And I, I wish it was. I wish I could be more definitive, but they're 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 fighting the process. And really, to me, the biggest question for me, if you if you were to ask me what my biggest question for the Knicks would be, it would not be what's going to happen with Julius Randle in the second half. It would not be um, what you know when is Mitchell Robinson going to come back. The question, the number one question I have for the Knicks right now is where is Jim Dolan's patience at? Will Jim Dolan see a 42-win season or a 43-win season in a play-in as a step forward, or is he going to have one of those things where every you know, three years he gets restless and he starts pulling triggers? That, to me, is where the intrigue the Knicks is going to be as we go through the next few months. And there's always the X factor, you know, with any any organization. I mean, again, if you're an owner and you have demands and you bring in a regime and you say, okay, get this thing on track because they hadn't made the playoffs in seven years, what this regime has done at the very least, especially with Tom Thibodeau as coach, is they ended the playoff drought. Now, last year was a frustrating setback, but they get it back on track this year and heading in the direction of at least you know, being a team that is in the conversation for being a playoff team. It just sort of feels, I think a lot of people around here, Wendy, feel like that is sort of hamster wheel now. You know, that is treadmill. And that, as everybody here likes to say, is the worst place to be. And that, I think, is always going to be the thing that hangs over this, is that when do you get to that point which the fan base sounds frustrated already, which that usually does trickle up to the ownership eventually with any yeah. organization. So you, uh, so just to, again, we're talking with Brian Windhorst. So you, just to make it clear, th- there is no definitive, hey, this guy, this this all-star, star-level player is getting, you know, uncomfortable in his place or, you know, is is going to go free agency and his fr- franchise is not willing to pay him or doesn't want to pay. Like all that stuff is sort of out the window. Everybody talked about Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And I know they constantly said we are not moving on from him. They are a very competitive team right now. So that kind of feels like that's off the list. Carl Anthony Towns has been hurt. Yeah, but again, you know, that's off the thing list. To, it's okay. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. Like, it's easy to sit there in New York, and I don't mean you, but it's easy to sit there in New York and look out there and make assumptions. But right. you have to look at each individual situation. So in the case of Shangulis Alexander, if you've actually been watching what he's been saying and talking about and doing as a member of the Thunder – then you would realize that there was no chance of him ever being available, at right. least not right now. Mm-hmm. And I would see the people talk about, well, Shay, 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 and I'd be like, are you paying attention to what Shay's saying and doing? Mm-hmm. Do you know that he signed a contract with no opt-out? Donovan Mitchell signed a contract. Guess what? It had opt-outs. <laughs> you know, Donovan right. Mitchell's fidelity to Utah wasn't the same as Shea Gillis-Alexander's fidelity to, to Oklahoma City. So that's what I'm saying, like, there's shades of gray in all of these situations. By the way, like in the NBA, there are two types of teams. Seriously, there are two types of teams, if you ask me. There are teams that have one of those uber franchise stars, and maybe they're one of these guys are sunsetting on their career, and maybe they're at the beginning of their career, but you either have an uber star or you literally spend every waking second of your time trying to get one. But it's not just the Knicks who are trying to figure out how to do it. 
There's a bunch of teams that are out there trying to do it. And by the way, if you get one, you can't kick back because you've got to hold on to them for dear life and mm-hmm. he's trying to get another one. That is the NBA. This is what happens when this is what happens to owners. Owners live in a world where there's not a finite number of wins. If 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 you have a if you have a business and I have a business, we can both have spectacular years and I can put my special management team in place and I can put my philosophy in place and I can come in front of the troops and rally them and say, we do this and that. And I can make a billion dollars and you can make a billion dollars over there. And you and I can both think that we're smarter than everybody else. So we come into the NBA and we realize there's only 1200 wins available and it's frustrating as hell for these guys because they live in a world where they're used to dominating. Mm -hmm. And this is where you get owners making mistakes. That's the thing. Like, there, there, how many guys out there do you really think can be the finals MVP? We could debate for two hours, but is there six? Is there nine? It's single digits, is I there agree. there 11? Right. Okay, and there's 30 teams. Mm-hmm. So the rest of them are trying to beat each other's brains in to get one of those guys, and the Knicks are one of them, and they haven't been able to do it in a while, and they're still going to try. And as we go through our winters and get through the cold weather, we watch them three or four nights a week try to do it that's what the game is ultimately it is so true and so well put and i try to remind bart it has been almost 20 years since a team without a legitimate like superstar has won a championship pistons that would be his pistons it just doesn't happen anymore and like they have that. multiple hall of famers that, you're right and it ends up being right where, where it turns in it turns out that that's what it became was you know they had just a volume of hall of famers but they didn't have that one star and that, had Shaq and Kobe had their act together they probably it also hey, took hey, 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 we can't talk about what probably would happen we talking about what happened now you're gonna upset Bart he wants to believe that they earned <laughs> that one totally but when they did earn it they did earn it <laughs> no I know yeah but no we come to you for answers and when you say that you don't have an answer it only makes it more concerning so we'll keep coming to you for answers and hopefully one day we'll have one but always good to enjoy talk to you enjoy the next season enjoy Jalen Brunson you're no. not going to the finals I'm a, net, I'm a Nets fan nights in January and February I'm a Nets fan okay. no stop it alright <laughs> Wendy all the best man thank you take care alright Brian Windhorst I mean he usually will say a name if he has one <sighs> but the fact that he said that he can't give you a name right now is alarming. And what he's saying here is basically, listen, everybody, Brian Woodhorse is not a guy that is going to, you know, just give you a whole bunch of like platitudes. And yeah, he's not doing that. If he's going to, if he's got something to say, he'll tell you. But if he doesn't, and he's telling you, hey, enjoy the season, you're not going to the finals, you're not winning a championship, but you got a competitive team, and that's what you got right now. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So we got calls at 800-919-3776. Uh, talking Nick's here. Brian Windhorst, if you just missed, if you're just joining us now. Yeah, I you think I got it. more depressed. I think Nick's fans yeah, were more depressed. Had Wendy on just you. to ask him, like, all right, give us the next name then. Give us the next target if the Knicks, uh, they missed out on Donovan Mitchell. They, they, they win last night. They beat Mitchell and the Cavs last night. It was a critical win for them. They had to get it. They hang on to win. And it just leaves you at this place of, all right, this is what they are. They're just an above 500 team that really isn't playing for more than, all right, get in the playoffs and, you know, see if you can be competitive in the first round. But that's that's basically it. And I just asked him, like, all right, so who's the next name? Who should we be talking about? Yep. And he said he can't give us a name. He said, I'm not going to just throw a name out there. For, he doesn't know. He said, we just don't know. And that's a kind of scary thing. He's like, because most teams, when they have a star, they are not getting rid of them. Would Dolan get would Dolan get frustrated in this sign Kyrie? No, because you have Jalen Brunson. So, well, not so. You, you you wouldn't do that. So you wouldn't do it. A superstar. You would not do that. It's a superstar. Just take my word for it. <laughs> that is not going I'm just to saying, happen. You tried before. They are not going to do that. Trust me. All right, that is not Kyrie going somewhere. Or do you stay in Brooklyn? Maybe. Or do they decide to just, you know, <clears throat> marry him? Uh, let's get some calls in here, though, Bart. A lot of fans want to sound off on this. We go to Wontaw, talk to Chris. What up, Chris? Alan, Bart, how's it going? Good. Uh, Alan, you said something that, you know, Bart nailed it on the head. Why are we not looking to trade a guy who last year we couldn't get two second-round picks for? And Now, I know what you're going to say, you know, What's that going to do? It's going to get us some lottery picks, and you know what well, we've been there. It's not going to get you lottery picks, not plural. It will not. Well, it, okay, Alan, if you got if you got one lottery pick for Julius Randle, you're not a getting a lottery pick for Chris. Chris, you're not Alan, getting an unprotected lottery pick for Julius Randle right now. That is not happening. Okay, fine, Alan. How about this? Hear me out. Hmm? The next five draft classes coming out. There's a lot of really good talent in there. There's there always not? a lot of talent in the draft. Alan, and Alan, how hard is it for us to get a star to come to New York? It's not easy at all. It's not easy at all. Right. What's the number one way in the basketball that teams turn stuff around? Mm-hmm. They hit They hit on a pick in the 16s, the 20s, that turns out to be in the uh, that's, a, that's a rarity, man. That's a Alan, Haley's Comet. Come on. That's a, Alan, you're talking about Giannis Ka- and Ka- Kawhi? Ka- Kawhi? Draymond? Oh, man, come on. Point. Draymond's not that's a star. That's my only point, Alan. My my point is right it's now blue. Julius Randle is taking twenty five shots a game. Mm-hmm. He's playing great. I'm not denying that. Right. He's also playing thirty eight minutes a game, sometimes forty, because the way his plays. We got a guy in Obi when he plays, he's going off, and he can he's he going can off better. Chris, Alan, when he plays thirty, Alan, when he plays thirty minutes a game, does Obi not deliver? When on does a, he play? Th- he never plays thirty. I, I've, well, the last he, time we saw him play thirty was the end of last season in meaningless games. See, this is what Chris. This is what Alan. They don't. They want to start. I get your frustration. They want to start. I get your frustration, Chris. I do, 
But what what frustrates me a lot of times with fans, and this happens with the Yankees as well, is we overvalue some players because we haven't seen them a lot. It's not that I'm overvaluing them. And then I have to be negative about somebody that I personally like a lot, and I don't want to be negative about Obi Toppin, but I I also want reality to set in. Julius Randle is a solid player, Alan, but with the team we have— He's the best you got right now. He's the best you got right now. And I'm telling you, if there was a trade, if there were teams out there clamoring to trade for him, it's a different story. But I just, there's no market for him right now. It's not like teams are are willing to give up multiple firsts for him. Not in in February. Alan, we don't need multiple firsts from Alan. With him right now as our best player, what is the best we're looking at? We're looking at maybe a 5 6 seed. Yeah. Yeah, 500, maybe a 5 6 seed if we get lucky. Alan. If you move Randall, and let's just say we get a bunch of whatever picks back for him. You're not getting picks. Work? Stop pluralizing. Chris, you're not getting plural. You're Luckily, you get maybe a second-round pick. Let's get a young player like Rory Hachimara, something along oh, those lines, Lord. and a second-round pick. Alan, I'm just hear me out what I'm saying. When he's off the team, and now Obi gets more minutes, R.J. Barrett gets a bigger role and a bigger How much bigger of, of a role can R.J. Barrett have? He's averaging 20 well, points a game. He's the ball in his now hand. he got another 10 to 15 shots. But yes. what happened with Bull Bull when he got a bigger opportunity? Ooh. You know, a player that you he think is an all-star, a player you think that may never be an all-star now that he has a bigger role, might actually all develop right. into that star. Chris, here's where I'll leave you with this because I know you're just not going to listen to the logic I'm trying to give you. So I'm just going to leave you with this. And look, look. It's nothing personal. I'm just trying to make it clear to you. But this now has nothing to do with me and what I think. This is just simply the people running this organization are close to Julius Randle. They gave him the contract. They believe in him. He's their guy. Believe in him for That's what? That's it. Believe like, in him like to that. be the best so player of the team? We can, t- we can talk about this over and over again, and I'm just telling you, we're spinning our wheels talking about this. Well, maybe if we spin this our wheels. This group well, believes in Randle. They're not in the middle of a season that they have a winning record are just going to put him on the market and say, we're moving on because this isn't good enough. They're not going to do that. They put Zach Levine on the market. Who he's did? He's their best player. Who did? We know that we've been hearing about Zach Levine being potentially available. Because the Bulls are he's under a, 500 and not really, they're, they're playing miserably. But Zach, Zach and, Levine and he and DeRozan don't player. get along. But he's a better player than, than Julius Randle. That's debatable. No, Julius Randle plays every game, doesn't yeah, miss a game. But he's a better player. Can we just player. get more calls? Yes. Because I, I really feel like just. I've never seen you this color before. I can't stand when we get to things like this, which is like, it's, it's hypotheticals that will never come to fruition. And I'm trying to explain, like, we're wasting our breath on this. Lou in North Carolina. Lou. Talk some sense to us, Lou. Hey, man. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a player that I like to see the Knicks go after. Uh, the team's on the decline. Yep. Go after Devin Booker. Go after Devin Booker. They're overpaying DeAndre Ayton for a center, which is a position you don't have to pay anymore to win a title in the NBA. They have young, ti- they have young talent, but Chris Paul's one foot into retirement. Get Devin Booker, bring him to New York. You're going to have to give up four first-rounders, but that's the star we need in New York. It's Lou, that's a name that I would get behind 100%. I don't think it'll cost four, but I don't care what it would cost. And I'm with you. I don't know what's going on in Phoenix. They're going through an ownership change right now. Chris Paul and Lou, I appreciate the call. So is he going to play shooting guard? I, I would be watching two? that. I'd play the two? Yes, I'd be watching that closely because that is, that's one of the names. What's going, what's going to happen there? Like, I would do that. What's going on in Utah? Right? That's how I'd be. Hmm. What's going on in Phoenix? They got an ownership change. I'm sure the new owner, who's got tons of money, by the way, will be like, no, 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 we're going to invest in this team. Fine. But we don't know what's happening next. We have no idea. 
And if Chris Paul is is at the end, which it looks like it, yeah. they don't really love Aiton. For some reason, they matched the deal and they kept him. That doesn't make sense. Who knows what's going to happen? But if you're trying to come up with a name that would I feel like would work, that's the name. Like I would look at him. I, I would watch his situation. I can't see him shaking loose. I don't. I'm not saying he, it's he, going he, to happen. I'm saying these are the names. Those are logical okay. names because of okay. what's happening. Go give us a couple more. A couple of more names. Yeah, you got Devin Booker that you that you'll be okay with. I'd be very okay with that. Okay, who there's else? not many others though. That's, that's the what problem. I'm saying. It's only so many superstars because that's not locked in forever. That's that's the problem. And when a team has a superstar, they ain't giving them up. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.